Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 156, episode 5 of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Friday, October 23rd, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Tubin, Tubin, Tubin down the river. Tubin, Tubin, Tubin on the Zoom call. That is courtesy of Jeffrey Tubin. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! You ain't... Voting nowhere, chicka, chicka. you ain't chicka, chicka. voting nowhere. You will be stopped now, cause we're proud boys for life, or Ooh. Iran, or Russia, <laughs> or wherever that misinformation campaign. But uh, yeah, and I also mean, they didn't uh, make yeah, up the Proud Boys. They didn't have to invent no. the Proud Boys. They just no, no, no. Joined in, they just got that data. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Big data. They got big zaddy, zada energy. Mm-hmm. Miles, it's election mm-hmm. time. Uh, yep. So we're trimming down the format. We're getting right into all the shit there is to talk about. Yep. So before we introduce our guests, let's tell them what we're talking about. Uh, we are going to do a little bit of time traveling to later this evening uh, and tell you what happened in the debate last night. We are going to talk about what the Senate did with regards to the Supreme Court. We're going to that sounded like gossip in middle school. Did you hear what the Senate did? <laughs> did you hear what they did? With the Supreme is Lindsey Court? Graham fucking dumb? Oh my god, I fucking hate <laughs> oh him. Oh my god. Uh, such a fucking ghoul. We're going to talk about the horrifying <laughs> run of ice news that's uh not I mean it's being like covered, but it's not a election issue for some reason. Right. We're going to talk about the 15-minute rule. It's the new five-second rule, but it's for COVID, uh, and it's apparently cumulative. Uh, it adds up over time, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about what we're re-watching this weekend uh, and discussing on Tuesday's episode. We give ourselves a, a weekend now, um, mm-hmm. and you guys an extra day. Uh, and we'll, if we have time, we'll talk about Biden's uh, shitty merch game. Because uh, it is in full effect. Pretty, pretty strong, apparently. Pretty strong. Uh, pretty strong. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's strong to very strong. Uh, that was my, well, one of my favorite lines in Emily in Paris when she was with the the, the uh, American celebrity woman who's like going to wear the dress. And she's like, how's my tit game? And she's like, <laughs> strong? <laughs> I was like, well-written, writers. Okay. I was Yo. expecting her to not be able to answer that tick game strong uh, question that, properly. That show is underrated uh, <laughs> at this point. Or something. I don't know. Or just, it's or we're on an airplane. I get like, it's very easy to pass time. Anyway, this isn't about Emily and Paris. They're not this is them. not. This is about our guest in our third yep. seat. The mm-hmm. hilarious, the talented Fizza Dosani. What's up, hey, guys? Hey, hey. Thank you. Oh, thank you for oh. having me. What's I mean, up? Thanks for coming back. It's great to have you back. Yeah, I don't have a little rap after my name, but I would like to make a rap reference and you say you guys can call me Panani Dasani if you'd like. Panani Dasani. <laughs> there I love you go. It. Is that your? Was but that your MC is, name? <laughs> no, I mean I don't know. It's just like it's from that. The song WAP. I hope I'm pronouncing that mm-hmm. correctly. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Or yeah, WAP. So a, <laughs> yeah, depending on what part of the nation you're I'm a you're WAP in. person. I can't, yeah. I don't do, I don't say WAP, but then also I grew up in Florida and I said Raymond Noodles for like two decades. So. Right, right, Hell right. yeah. Take I love Raymond. They're in Raymond, Florida. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> loves Raymond. Everybody loves <laughs> Raymond Noodles. Everybody loves Top Raymond. 
Yeah, yeah. It's Raymond Men. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a who's got that who's got that mashup shirt no one needs. How uh Biden. What, <laughs> what what's the vibes back in Florida? Biden country? What we what we looking at? I mean, there's a whole lot of proud Trumpers in Florida, but it's mm. I'd say it's like 50-50. So it's I mean it, it right. truly is a swing state, but the Republicans Oof. are older and um much more committed to investing in the current system and voting. Yeah. yeah. So you, it's it's I mean, it's a lot of people who are MAGA in Florida. Yeah. yeah. We are way too invested in white supremacy to get off this thing now. You know, right, I am, right. these old people are upside down uh, in their investment <laughs> portfolio when it comes to racism. Yeah. Dude, have you noticed that, like, when people are super white, like, they flip, they when they say white, they flip the H and the W and they say white. Yeah. Have you white. noticed that? What's white. up with that? Why, why do you always talk cool, about the man. fact that I'm white? Um. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see. I didn't even. I forgot that you were, but now you reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, Jack. Look at you. You passing, man. Quiet. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's that fifty-fifty thing. Uh, with Florida and Pennsylvania, that's what we're hearing. Fifty-fifty, and it makes me horrified. Um. Yeah. I wish Speak- saying it like that made it less serious because that helped a little bit when you said <laughs> horrified like that, like you were in the right. B-52s. Like it was a but fun, yeah. Yeah, now it's just like, yeah. I just There's also that uh, story too where like the postal service is like pulling the postal cops off the street a week mm-hmm. before the election. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we ain't voting nowhere. <laughs> uh, please just go in person if you can. Is that is that where we're at now? Because I've got my at-home ballot. Right next to me. Yeah. Uh, just I should say at home ballots. Uh, obviously, I'm involved in some heavy voter fraud. <laughs> yeah. I've been Xeroxing. <laughs> Dude, I've got like 70 Jacko. I've got about 70 ballots I'm dropping off. <laughs> um, but did they I ever get to the mine in the mail? Yeah. Oh, did you? Nice. Yeah. Yesterday. In the mail or Dropbox? What are we looking at? In my building's outgoing box. Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. There you go. Well, are you registered don't... in Florida? No, I'm, I've been in California too long, so I'm too registered long. here. But ah. the rest of my family is, so they're... All right, do you think they can Xerox us some ballots? Get them over <laughs> here, we'll get them right back. <laughs> no, but but it's, um, hit me up in my DMs. Yeah, 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 for sure. And these are all jokes <laughs> for everyone who was taking this joke show too seriously. Jokey jokes! Uh, uh, well, but also, speaking I'm of jokey DM, jokes... we got to Xerox at least 70 of them things off. Oh, You're by the Broward way, speaking County. of speaking of white, did you see uh, the president's hands in that sixty minutes interview when he drank the water and his hands? I no. Oh no. man, chalky, chalky white, chalky white, like dead Uh-oh. dead guy white. Um, I mean, he sounded the audio oh. clip I heard of him like spiking the interview. I was like, "You sound you're running I yourself think ragged, old man." We've got time so for the vice president. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> very unfair. Very unfair to ask these say these sentences with the inflection at the end, like their questions. Yeah. Ugh. I'm a, I mean, this dude's like a winter chicken, right? Like he's like 70. He's like a COVID survivor. He's like in his mid seventies. Yeah. And it's just also, it's just like how, you know, there is a deterioration of the brain. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like we're this, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I don't know. Some people, maybe yeah. someone should go through a test, a cognitive test prior to, presidency i've never heard winter chicken before that's awesome 
Uh, and very <laughs> yeah. appropriate because uh, a dead chicken does have the share the complexion of him underneath those layers and layers of makeup. <laughs> His brain is doing that equivalent of like what Abe Lincoln looked like before and after the Civil War, except that's like his brain. <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, Fizza, we like to start off by asking our guest, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Okay, so a Google search was sex for science. <laughs> sex for science. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, okay, so like uh, there's you can have sex Weird, for I research. Too. Oh, wow. Uh -huh, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just curious and I mean, I think I was writing a joke and like it started out with another search like things that are hard to do while you're horny and then I just, you know, went down a hole and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, you can you can have sex. That's like that's kind of hot." Yeah. It Wait, so what What are the normal, like, like sex for science you things? Like, yeah. you fill out a questionnaire or, like, hooking you up to some, like, brainwave readers and shit and then, like, you know, popping them off? I don't know. It's just the idea that someone's watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, a, with a clipboard and yeah. <laughs> uh, taking diligent notes. That's, That's actually a really like... great role, role play idea. Yeah. Oh, You yeah. need to get a third oh, wow. person involved, yeah. Or Dude, I like, guess yeah. not. You could just be going... On your own My fantasy is to be a scientist cuck. <laughs> That's I, right. I, just, I watch my wife mm, get banged, but I have a clipboard, and I'm like, mm, mm, okay. Mm. And I'm just like peeing myself in the corner. Like the, the other person's like, this is kind of weird. I'm like, please keep going. The experiment is <laughs> not over. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the more like dignified way to. watching me, but it's for biology. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I do wonder, like, because Kinsey was real, you know, had a lot of studies going, had his lab assistants in there, uh, all sorts of wild shit. What, like, is there a modern day Kinsey who's who's studying the sexual spectrum and all that good stuff? You know, I yeah, didn't get as deep as I wanted in the research. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, you know, just, just, just a little bit. Just something bit, you were searching, a, yeah. Just the tip of the iceberg, but, um, I mean, I'd be interested to know, so, like, as I find out more, I can keep you posted. Yeah, yeah, anyone, like, are they paid? if anyone knows about it, let us know. Yeah, what do you do? Like, do you get a free mattress? What, like, you know, what are, I'm, yeah, I'm also interested, like, how do you, can you, can you eat off of fucking for science, for fucking right. for research? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. God and then is it also like, do you have to be eight hours? Prior. Yeah. And is it like, do you have to be a couple like a specific like physiolog like physiological traits? Can you just be like a traveling couple that like has sex for research? You just hop from lab to lab. Right. This is all this is all a very interesting film that I would watch. In Joe Biden's America, they'll, you'll be able to have sex. You'll be able to make a living off of this. Scientists. Um, yeah. Those scientists he's going to listen to. They're going to yeah, pay man. people to have six. Yeah. I look forward to this bright future. Yeah, yeah right. I'm like, cool. <laughs> what is, uh, Fizzle, what's something you think is underrated? Okay, so, you know, because of quarantine, I've been watching a lot of Netflix, um, mm. and they put a lot of UPN series on, and I started watching Girlfriends for the first time in my life. And it's so <laughs> yeah, yeah. underrated. It's the UPN sitcom with, um, you know, the four. It's like the... For, for it's generalizing, but it's like you know, like a black sex in the city. But like, it's so well written, so well structured. The characters mm -hmm. are. I've 
you know, I feel like it's a good watching that. I feel like I'm able to interact in a social, in like an emotionally unavailable way. So like I get my social interaction, but I don't have to like these are my friends. Oh, right. So you have parasocial relationships with Tracy Ellis Ross's character on there. You're like, <laughs> yes, her character, <laughs> her character is so intense. But like the whole cast is like stellar. Like they like they don't miss a beat. Some of the jokes like didn't date well because people like, you know, Culturally, the society was so homophobic. So like, you, like being gay yeah. was just like that. Just that could be the butt of a joke. So like that didn't carry well, but it was still so well written. And like we call those standard definition jokes. Uh, from back <laughs> <Yeah>. then. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. They land so much harder when it's just a little bit blurry. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, ooh, you're like, but you know what? It's in standard def, so it 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 does. It's not as jarring. <laughs> yeah, for, first three seasons like had the blocks on the side, the black. Yeah, right. Because when did it come out? Like ninety nine or two thousand or something? I feel like two thousand very... to two thousand eight. Oh, eight I'm, seasons. Yes, thank you. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, good thing we have I'm the a, girlfriend's uh, historian. Yes, on yes. Staff. That's uh, <laughs> my official. <laughs> it has nothing to do with I... Google. So I would love to see a reunion. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I Tracy Ellis Ross. So she's gone on to big things. Have the other actresses uh, gone on to... I'm not sure I recognize them. I, I don't know that they have. And the thing is, they're so freaking talented. But um, right. the the guy, I think his name's Reggie Hayes. He was like fifth on the call sheet. He was the dude. So it was the four women. And then <laughs> he was fifth on the call sheet. With <laughs> 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 that industry talk, yep. He played William Dent. But like... Um, I heard that he experienced, like, after the show, homelessness and, oh my God. Um, like, congenital heart disease. So, like, he and, and, like, weight gain. So, that's just, he's such a beloved character that's, like, so sad to hear that. But also, the show disappeared for, like, 10 years and just came back. So, it's like, yeah, who knows what happened in those 10 years. Like, acting is right. such a risky job in terms of, like, making a steady income, like. How, right, right. How? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if anybody has it figured out, uh, let us know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what is something you think is overrated? Uh, this might be controversial, but I'm going to say it. Um, I love carbonated water, but I hate lightly flavored carbonated water. Oh it's too, wow! Like, with, like sort of, it's artif it's artificially flavored, and it's like an artificial aftertaste. Like when I drink carbonated water, I just want the bubbly shit. I just want the bubbles. The so like all this extra stuff, lime, lemon, unless Essences. it's like a real lime. Yeah. Oh, lemon, oh so are you would you a spindrift type person? Because spindrift, I know they hit you with the like the real fruit the juices. Real, real. Isn't that their whole thing? I haven't had it, so I will have to try it now. I'm I'm on the I'm, like I like carbonated water for sure. Like yeah. I'm always a big fan of plain a carbonated water, but there's something like when the flavor there's there are there are certain flavored ones that are just basically missing the high fructose corn syrup that's making it a soda technically. Right. Uh, and sometimes I like to drink those because I feel like oh man I'm drinking a soda ish. Mm -hmm. Uh, you do but, say that out loud shit. as you're drinking yep. it. I've noticed. Oh, I'll call yeah. you, Jack. You know, I'll be <laughs> yeah. like, hey, Jack, wow, man, man, I'm drinking a soda. Ah, yeah. And you're like, it's one in the morning, <laughs> man. I'm like, my bad, man. It's just no sugar. Wiling out over here. <laughs> yep. Um, and then I start drinking a bunch of uh, like gum syrup that I steal from Starbucks <laughs> in a different cup. Yeah. So I, I think that's super true, though. The That like the essences, like the waters that are essenced with like the lemon lime, like that can go so bad badly and like i think 
does 95% of the time. Like, it mm-hmm. just tastes like air freshener. Yeah, it's just sort of this hint of something that, an aftertaste, but, like, sort of, it tastes like something that would flavor medicine. Like, it's not right. supposed to, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, I, I like plain, I, I, I'm like Perrier, like, the, the carbonated oh, arrowhead water. I don't care. Oui, just oui. give me some plain carbonated water. Yeah, Crystal yeah. geyser, even. I have a pack of that behind the shelf. Oh, you got the team leader pack right there of the crystal guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I feel like Pomplemousse is the one that I, the LaCroix Pomplemousse. And I mm-hmm. think that is 90% because I like saying Pomplemousse and that's it. Yeah. I just like I mean, sometimes that that's enough. Yeah. I think it might be. Um, but again, just a, just a whisper of grapefruit. Yeah. But see, when you do it in French, it's so much. It's compelling, right? Yeah, but I like to say it as pomple moose. I like that <laughs> pomple moose, man. Hey, let me get some pomple moose, man. <laughs> y'all got y'all got that pomple moose? Uh, oh fuck yes, we oui, we. Oui. Where's that? Um, where's that Jack in Paris? We need that show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> From Wheeling, West Virginia to, to to Paris, France. I feel like we should bring up Emily in Paris. No, I mean, I don't know. You guys brought it up earlier. I don't know <laughs> yeah. before we started recording. So, like, Are you I haven't a fan? seen it. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. But, I mean, is it worth it? Yeah. I'm. If, if you're watching a lot of Netflix, <laughs> you'll be surprised how much, mo- like, you'll be like, yep, okay. Oh, I watched seven episodes, huh? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's wow, like 3 a.m. Cool. And this is from Dude, so I really, that's interesting. Right. Oh yeah, I, you know, and I, I now that I'm so much more in touch with the fashion, I was like, I was like, okay, I like this little Chanel piece. That's okay. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling the cropped hood by air coach's jacket with the hood, yeah, and the beanie and the hoop ear, very street. Yeah. I like that. We're going from episode to episode. Yeah, you know, I'm the just I'm, I'm embracing really the inner dope. fashionista. Yeah, <laughs> the styling is dope. The you know sights are dope. Uh, you know, the, the characterization, the writing, and the acting is all passable <laughs> yeah like, i think what homegirl <laughs> is trying to be like an analog for samantha like the yeah. one uh chinese american uh right. like homegirl that she has out there she's doing it like kind of a samantha vibe that i'm like okay i don't know if that's really in your wheelhouse as an actor but uh the i think the reason i'm really liking it too is because i don't care about clothes anymore because right. like there's no i've not been to a formal event or anything like that where it's merely just like I say, preventing myself from being nude in public that to see a show where it's like all about like clothes and like going places and like how you look and shit. I'm like, Whoa, look at that. It's like an action movie. There's a, there's a question that has entered the zeitgeist. I think, I think it's vulture. What one of the leading cultural criticism outlets is asking the question, how old is Emily from Emily in Paris? Like how old is she supposed to be? Mm. And I Mm. don't know. That's a that's a she that was a an open question that I just like had as a blank spot in my mind. I'm assuming right. like mid to late 20s, but there's a lot of things that would suggest otherwise. Um, yeah. Her career nope. seems like Anna Hosni saying she is 30. She is Trey O. Oh, OK. Yeah. OK. Well, yeah. Huh. But even yeah. then, it's hard. I feel like that's what's great about the characters. It's so malleable. You know, you can you can project any age onto her. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's the Keanu Reeves of uh, tra- <laughs> of trash Darren sex in the, of Darren of the Darren Star <laughs> universe. I mean, um, I'm excited to hear that there's a Samantha character because Samantha yeah. that character is a personal hero. So, I mean, yeah. she's so funny. 
Yeah. It's like tough too, because it's almost like, you know, Kim Cattrall kind of has that locked up a little bit. And when you have someone who's like obviously responsible for the creation of that character, you can see it seeping out into other ones. It, you're kind of like, oh, no, honey, this is supposed to be Samantha. Uh, yeah, it's just almost because... like you don't want to desecrate, like, the memory of it. Yeah, I mean, who cares? Nothing's sacred anymore. Like... It's 2020, you know, but. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, we get over time, a bad like... remix. We get over it. Yeah. Uh, he has the funkiest tasting spunk is <laughs> the obligatory. <laughs> I had to say that because Anna Hosnier's mic is not on, but that anytime Samantha comes she's up, probably she's probably saying it on she, her computer right now. Oh, she's right for now, sure. Yeah, I'm just channeling her. Um, <laughs> that, and then uh, I cannot not mention. Uh, <laughs> Anna's, she's mouthing Anna's it now. Doing it with her, with her mic off. Uh, oh, I got then, one. I got one. Dirty martini, dirty bastard. Ooh, <laughs> dirty. Ow. Ow. When she throws the martini on Richard's face. Damn. Oh, yeah. Richard's the rich yeah. dude she was with for a while. Yeah. She yeah. walked in eating another girl out, and he broke her heart. Yeah. That's a, hard, that's a harsh thing to see. <laughs> that's a yeah. rough one to come in on. All right, real quick, let's talk about the Senate. Uh, it seems like Lindsey Graham did what he thought the Senate was going to do, and he's uh, set a date for the confirmation vote for Amy Coney Barrett. Yep. Just push through there. The Democrats Thursday, they boycotted the vote to advance it out of committee into like the, the larger Senate. And uh, normally, you know, uh, there would need to be at least two Dems uh, there for the vote to, quote unquote, count. But that was these are I I use these terms very loosely because it all used to matter if people like respected things like quorum and that, that, that shit is just gone. So it doesn't fucking matter. They're like, OK, then don't be here. Uh, right. And just the Democrats just put up po- uh, pictures instead of people who stood to lose their health care uh, when Amy Coney Barrett eventually maybe probably hears a court case about the uh, ACA and, you know, does away with it. So, mm. yeah, it's um, I mean, you know, it, it was kind of a wrap for a minute. But, uh, yeah, now there will be a vote next week and I'll pack the fucking court. Y'all is all I got to say is the pretty much the only way out of this one. Yeah. I'm hearing other strategies for like getting around this, like term limits and shit. But I don't know, man. We just need to, we need to pack that shit. I Why mean, are you they look so again. Goddamn effective. The Republicans yeah. are just so goddamn persistent. Because they don't and, give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, they don't care. And they're no scruples. They're not burdened by conscience. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But or they the also, appearance of it. Yeah. That's the difference. Because the Democrats also mm. do shit too. It's just that they yeah. need they they so much need it to look like it's all happening above board when it's happening. Wolves and wolves in sheep's clothing. Yeah. Very yeah. much. Well, yeah. Wolves and wolves that don't know how to really wolf it up. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Just bad at being wolves. Yo, um, wolf it up, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, come on Teen bro. Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Get in there. Um All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And before we time travel into the future, uh, (laughs) I want to talk about a story uh, that probably will not be covered in the debate, even though it feels like it should be. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the just horrifying run of news uh, about ICE and uh, how they're uh, treating detainees uh, just yeah. 
in in many instances across uh, the country. Uh, there is uh, a couple days ago. There's a story that broke uh, that they were torturing African detainees uh, to get them to sign their deportation papers. Uh, that's so they are basically spraying um, Cameroonian asylum seekers uh, with mace. Um, just refugees. Uh, putting, yes, refugees. Exactly, people who are trying to flee a country where if they go back there they f- they fear that they're going to be killed so ice is like well that's that's tough to compete with but we're gonna try so they are you know threatening them choking them beating them pepper spraying them and threatening them with more violence to make them sign uh, several were put in handcuffs uh by ice offic- officers and their fingerprints were taken forcibly in place of a signature so that's something that just broke. ICE yeah. is a terrorist group. Yeah. No, the ICE is, it seems so clear cut and like the sort of thing you would just be able to bring up. I'm not sure why this isn't like one of the main talking points of, of the Biden campaign. Um, they're, hey, yeah. It's tough. I mean, like it's I think the the reason is because like on some level they know they would be guilty of some level of this, too. Yeah. Like because right. Joe Biden is not here to completely overhaul our immigration system. That's right. And like actually make it humane and actually be like, hey, do are you seeking fucking asylum? Like, yes. are you fleeing for your life? Do you need safety? Welcome here. Uh, Come come on in. All he's doing is like. I'm going to make it less fucked up. Right. It seems to be the only thing like he's talking very narrowly. And I think that's what people I think that's you know, that's what's disheartening is that you you can tell yeah. Biden will really hit the things on the issues that he's really differentiating himself on from the president, which is like, I'll listen to fucking science, at least. And maybe some taxes will go up for rich people. Don't talk to me about, you know, police reform or, you know, refunding our communities and defunding police. Don't talk. I'm not going <laughs> to. That's not going to happen. So right. I'm not going to talk yeah. about that. And I think anyone who thinks that is like you should listen to what's being said or more importantly, what is not being said. Yeah. Unfortunately, the DNC, I think, would have, you know, they wanted Biden over or they wanted Trump over Bernie because Bernie would have, you know, act, actually affected change if he, right. you know. Yeah. So you Bernie know, was not an option. That's yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, I I feel salty about that because it's like, okay, well, this is a government that doesn't really I guess, you know, there's no humanity. Yeah. It's just, no. you know, it's 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 still law and order. It's like conservative and super super conservative and Yeah, exactly. I mean, Those are our options. Yeah, there's no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's heartbreaking, too, is that like even people, lawyers for these detainees, these asylum seekers are, you know, say it's not new. This kind of abuse, especially against black, you know, asylum seekers. That's just it's just it's escalating. Yeah, was that there... was their point. And I'm like, you know, it, it underlines just how inhumane the process has been and will continue to be as long as we don't we look at people as like numbers on a sheet or point of origin is a shithole or whatever the fuck the perception is of someone's background yeah i mean they say they are ramping this behavior up because they think that trump might lose and there will be a change 
over and they feel like they won't be able to get away with as much of it if that's so wild that they're like oh we won't be able to do this evil shit so let's just do as much of it as we can right that's that feels like a way that every department could be like hey like it they're worried i'm going to win and they won't be able to do the evil shit like that so obviously there is a differentiation there um, there's also stories of forced sterilization in Georgia. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security Inspector General received a formal complaint alleging that unnecessary hysterectomies were being performed on immigrants in custody at Immigration uh, and Custom Enforcement Irwin County Detention Center in Georgia. Um, and yeah, again, this is a this is something with a long, long history in the United States. Uh, you know, like just people aren't even aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Eugenics was, uh, you know, the Nazis got a lot of their uh, eugenics thinking from America and America right. was on board with that shit until it was not. And then, yeah, of course, other forms of genocide, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is all just, uh, you know, just taking someone's ability to procreate uh, away from them forcibly. It's, yeah. you know, this is what's funny, too, with all these people who are so on QAnon and shit, who are like, think of the fucking children. I'm like, look at these. Ch- there there are children who are will. Who knows if they are going to be reunited at this point? Yeah. With their, with their families that have been separated. And there yeah. was no plan for them to be reunited from the beginning. The point, the intention was to just detour, deter these people with how cruel the United States could be. That was the policy. It was be like, yo, be so fucked up that nobody wants to even try and fucking come here. If you, it's like being on like a, like those scenes where someone's like trying to get onto a building or something and like they're hanging and somebody just comes and starts like stomping on your fucking fingers with like your hand, like with your feet. Like, get the fuck off this ladder, bro. Too many. That's what our policy is. Like it's literally quite almost literally that it's just using violence to deter you. Yeah. It's, I feel like they're laundering their angst over these inhumane behaviors and their inhumane beliefs of like how to treat people. Like in the past, we've laundered the reality of that through uh, like horror movies like that. We'll Mm -hmm. have a horror movie that's set on a Native American like burial ground or, you know, we'll have like westerns where that like reaffirm some sense of you know that change the story so that americans are the good guys i feel like QAnon is similarly like they're coming up with theories that talk about the same sort of just horrifying behavior uh but they're like making it be done by the democrats to like white children instead so that they yeah QAnon is such a ploy. I mean, it's just an amalgamation of all the convenient conspiracy theories that they can use to push their conservative agenda, whatever it is. Yeah, and as Miles, that that was the third story I was referring to was the fact that uh, 545 of the children who were separated from their parents, uh, those children's parents uh, have still not been located three years after they were separated. Um, Yeah. Because they were deported and yeah, just no, no, no desire to uh, keep keep them together. Like no desire to reunite them in any way or thought given to that before they. No, they were it was deported. never. That wasn't yeah. part of the protocol. Was just you separate them, and then the onus is on the lawyers of the families to figure yeah. it out after that. 
It's yeah. more just like, well, what? you shouldn't have come here. You know what this is. It's a it's a fucking wood chipper for human beings. Oh, I mean, <laughs> Alex, I think that I think that sound you just metaphor. made is. <laughs> I think the sound you just made was 2020 in a in a syllable. Yeah, Yeah, we don't even have a word for it. It's just onomatopoeia. Yeah, Yeah. right. Uh, One hundred percent. I I would copyright that. Actually, you might be favorite. I'm going to pull the audio from this. That's the new. Did I do that for 2020? Is just. uh, um, There's yeah, no more air horns at clubs. Not air, air, air. Just. But this this is crazy because we have government sanctioned torture and coercion of refugees um uh, involuntary sterilization and freaking kidnapping and torture of what this is all government sanctioned what yeah the, yeah what the fuck you know and done Just, out in the open and then QAnon makes up a, a story where it's being done at, like wayfair is doing it so yeah naming uh, furniture after children uh yeah it's Strange times. Uh, speaking of strange times, we are going to time travel uh, into the future now to after the debate uh, that you all watched last night uh, to uh, tell you what our reaction to that is. Uh, <laughs> cue the time travel uh, sound effect. Throw the banana peel in the Mr. Fusion. And here we are in the future. It is us. Jack and Miles. Fizza has... Woo. Taken, taken the evening off. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, after the debate, we just took it in. It's it's a uh, earth shattering. God, it was it was battle of the geriatrics one more yeah, time. Yeah. They were, dude. I I'm pretty sure Donald Trump, when he's debating, he doesn't realize he is the president. He he like <laughs> modulates. Between being the president and then also being an outsider running to be president for the first yeah. time, it was Why so didn't weird. They how... fix it then? Yeah, it's like what? 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 The way he can acknowledge someone could have presidential power in one breath and then immediately sort of deny that that would hold him accountable in another was yeah. truly uh, disastrous and uh, <laughs> fucking tragic. I mean, so the the overall vibes from this debate where he uh you could like visibly see him trying not to interrupt so like somebody clearly got to him with a shot collar during debate prep and was like yo every time you de- you interrupt the moderator we're giving you a little shock right and i think the the muted microphones definitely helped the moderator did a good job i again i don't think that chris wallace like necessarily did a bad job in the sense that I don't think anybody could have like gotten a hold of that first one, but like she definitely uh, had it. Yeah. Kristen Walker did great. Yeah. She did great. Trump, (laughs) Trump was, uh, was on one as usual. He was sniffling a little bit. He was, man, he's got to perform baby. He's got to get that shit. He's freestyling, Uh, man. Yeah. He's, He's out there doing the jazz. Um, yeah. He had the he had these moments where it seemed like he was playing a character who was like trying to set Joe Biden up. Like he would be like, I don't know, Joe. What about the this is the laptop from hell, Joe? <laughs> it was like he was doing an impression of Donald Trump uh trying yeah. to it was it was interesting. Um I, I just don't it again, 
it's it's one of those debates where you you'd hope there would be some kind of substance to it, but mm. it there isn't. It all mm. boils down to two old guys just being like, "Well, what about you? Well, yeah. what about me? What about you?" Oh, he's the one. He's the here one. Here we go, Russia again. Here we go with the Russia yeah. stuff. But it's true. What about you? It's like <laughs> it was like, okay, dude. Oh, we get it. Just get to fuck. Just time travel to like twenty twenty one or whatever the fuck this is gonna be. I would say um, Biden is at his worst worst when he is trying to use sarcasm he yeah. needs to never do that again yeah uh, it, oh god it's what, by the way by the way okay by the way all the teachers out there not all of you are gonna die come on he's at that <laughs> one point i was like yo what the fuck was that he's uh, not the timing isn't his thing you know what i mean no the timing, the timing wasn't art. he had a sarcasm thing with uh Hitler, he had a, a sarcasm thing with a bunch of different things. The one time he actually used sarcasm correctly by calling Trump Abraham Lincoln over there, Trump yeah. was like, "Wait, why did you why did you just call me Abraham Lincoln?" I never said what was I was that? him. Did you just call? Did you just call me Abraham Lincoln? He thinks I'm Abraham Lincoln. So did you hear that? Uh oh, is a ghost <laughs> visiting you, Joe? Did you hear that guy? He thinks I'm Abraham Lincoln. I'm a spooky ghost. He can't even. He doesn't know what's going on. Ooh. <laughs> It's like, that's not what's going on. <laughs> Fuck with. Oh. But uh, yeah, uh, he really had to clarify that one for some reason. <laughs> He's like, no, I no, just no. said, you just, not since you called Abraham yourself. Lincoln. No, but, since. Okay, but I mean, what I was saying is you said you, <laughs> but you, okay, got it. So you right. just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just two old men talking past each other. Screaming at a salad bar. I thought Biden started out coherently and then kind of got a little choppy towards the end. Um, they both did, you know. Yeah. It, it's, it was late. You know, it's bedtime. He had some good I lines. Uh, Biden, Americans don't panic, he panicked. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then there was just a lot of the the same old, uh, like the Burisma stuff Trump got into again just fell so flat. It, he's really like, he's not, I don't know. I felt like he was having a really hard time finding a way to have his like, so quote unquote attacks land as attacks yeah. versus him just saying like the same six things over and over again. Right. I think Trump is generally incapable of like taking a new direction. And that extends to like, he just has the same talking points that he makes every night. Like when, he had another shot to like take a new path on the virus virus response. He can't do that. Um, but he, he also like, can't, I think, I think the success against Hillary Clinton, like he thinks that just like he can replicate that by yeah. accusing Biden of being corrupt, but it's like, no, that was so Hillary Clinton has been called corrupt since Whitewater, like that was that's been the Republicans had been working on her for decades by the time you got to her so that like when you accused her of being corrupt and there were these vague email things, that was enough. That was all people needed was just a little push. But right with Biden, it just like it's not who people think he is. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't like come off that way. Like you don't get the sense that 
he's anything other than corny and very earnest. Like when he's right. up there, like he just does not come off as like a uh, old slick Willie who's like not, you know, he seems like he's wearing his heart on his sleeve and believes the thing he's saying. He's just, you know, a little bit befuddled and old. Yeah. I just like you were saying, kind of how this, the tactics aren't working. It really is like the sophomore album where he's <laughs> right. like, He's doing it again, y'all, but it's like, yo, it just doesn't hit like, whoa. Yeah, it's right. all kinds of weird now because you're not in the same position anymore. This same perspective actually just rings very hollow. But I think that's really, I guess, the logical endpoint when you have someone like Trump who is so one-dimensional in how he thinks and how he responds and behaves that when you put him in like the exact, I guess, similar environment, which is a presidential election, it's just like, right. okay, I have one song that I play, and here we go. Uh, yeah. So it's it it's yeah. I, I I just really found myself being more and more tuned out, where I would just keep sighing whenever there was a moment where he would just rely on these tired attacks of like, well, you know, folks, he wants to give money to all uh, the wrong people. These people come in here and they're going to drain up your tax money. Like just these old attacks right. that these children were brought here by coyotes that were somehow trying to humanize and then dehumanize at the same time. And I know there had to have been moments like for, I'm you know, I'll always pretend there are conservatives who will, you know, look at Trump and be like, oh, this guy stinks, who haven't fully come around <laughs> to it unless they're not right. racist. But like right. we're there, we're just objectively it was like, oh man, this guy's getting like this. This sucks as an answer. Like this isn't even good. <laughs> right. This objective, like I could do better than this. You're like, oh come on, we go. Oh, we're getting killed out there. Yeah, I do but wonder. Yeah, so, so somebody low. was on Twitter being like, man, the magic really is gone when they announced that he was inviting that guy to the debate like he did with Bill Clinton's victims at the final debate in the last one. He like right. invited, what was the guy's name? It was like Tony Baba Bowie. I think uh, I saw somebody refer to him as, uh, I don't, I don't know exactly what, but Trump kept being like, ah, he, Tony Bobolinsky. Bobolinsky, baby. Yep. Uh, he is, his name is so silly that Trump couldn't refer to him by name because <laughs> if he was like and what about Tony Babalinski people would have been like what the fuck is Mr. Babalinski Mr. Babalinski <laughs> <laughs> but he kept like referring to him broadly uh, generally been like this this guy just had a had a press conference it was wild people uh, a lot of people are calling it the laptop from hell i loved when he tried to make <laughs> yeah. that happen it's a, a lot of people uh, a lot uh, of it's yeah. It's just like he's trying to talk shit at a convalescent home to the right. other. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if you heard. Joe's got. I don't know if you guys heard. Everybody's been talking about it. It's the laptop from hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's really not an effective way to to get anything across. And yeah, the but the bar is so low now that you just see like how just relative to Trump, how like you just hear Biden say something and him just being like, I don't know, like maybe we'll stop fracking, and you're like, oh. Wow! Thank right. God he's a he's a revolutionary. <laughs> but you're just oh, like, wait, hold God. the fuck up. Yeah, I get that. Now at the same time, there's still this thing where it's like you got to, you also have to, you have these talking points that are very specifically pointed at a very specific demographic. You need to support you 
at the polls on uh, November 3rd if they haven't voted already. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's exhausting. I can't imagine. I can't imagine that people are walking away from that debate and being like, yes, I now my the scent is off Trump with regards to Russian money. <laughs> and now it's on Joe Biden uh, <laughs> because it's just again, it's like all about branding. You have to like use the person's weight against them. You have to yeah. use the fact that people think Hillary Clinton is not genuine and corrupt against her. And yeah. you can't just say the thing that's true about you that everyone knows is true about you and be like, yeah, no, it was him. He was the, he was was the one. I'm the, I'm the guy who uh, everybody, uh, black people love People love me. They love me. I love them. We love each other. But <laughs> I like that's that. That's mainly my thing. You know uh, and <laughs> <laughs> that's my thing, just getting with these brothers, you know. The one thing that I did think he was smart on was he tried to get a thing started where Joe Biden wants small windows. And Joe Biden has tiny little eyes. So I think maybe there could be some resonance there because oh, he's sure. got little coin slots for eyes. But yeah, <laughs> other than that, I don't, I don't know if it's going to... If this one's gonna take off in the right direction, he ne- he needs one like you say that like people will believe, you know. Where it's like I don't know if you know Joe Biden, it was investing in an app where you you hook up with people to kiss him, and it could be <laughs> underage girls, right, it could right. be kids, babies, goats, rats, right. cheetahs, birds. You don't know, yeah. uh, but it's all about kissing, and it's got him in a lot of trouble. A lot of people got in trouble on that app. Like someone might yeah. be like, huh, oh, huh, really? I'd Google that. I'd Google that for some reason. Right. Or I could see like, yeah, him being just like caught in a scam investment because he's an old guy would maybe yeah. work where he was yeah. Like, yeah. poisonous. <laughs> he veneers. invested in his son, his son Hunter's app. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His son he Hunter, he, he's been investing in his band uh, for the whole time. It's really yeah. awful. I mean, he <laughs> you should see what he paid in uh, to Skrillex for a track. It, it wasn't even Skrillex <laughs> that actually produced it. A terrible waste of money. And then. He was invested in this fire something fire fest thing as well. So I'd look into that. Joe Biden, 2020. Come on. Yeah. Uh, come on. A, come on. What's wrong come with on. these guys? Come on. I mean, what the heck? come on. <laughs> what the heck? It just shows you this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> it's like, that's why. Yeah, I just got so. And you wish Joe Biden was sharp enough to exactly. actually just, just rip Donald that. Trump's head off. Because I'm like, get me in there. I'd be like, Donald Trump, uh, what's the GDP this year? Donald right. Trump, uh, you're the president. I would be like, Donald Trump, are you the president? I would probably start every question off like that because he would pro- he would not actually be able to realize I'm like getting a pattern going. I'm like, are right. you the president? Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, who is our largest trade partner in the Southern Hemisphere? Yeah. Okay, Donald Trump, are you the president? <laughs> you know it, baby. Okay, so uh, what's your what's your health care plan? Exactly, guys. He hasn't said anything. Am I the only? Right. I would be like this. Am I the only person up here? Watch this, Donald Trump. Are you the president? What's your health care plan? Right. Crickets. The motherfucker. The, like, very specifically, the Putin thing. He didn't bring up Helsinki. Like that. That's the one time right. we saw Trump on stage with Putin. Where he was like that resonated with people. We saw it hit his approval rating like that. What? How? When he's being like, "You're the Putin guy. You you got the money from Putin." Like, how yeah. is he not like, dude? We saw you on stage. What are you talking about? Like that. But it's just yeah. You really. It is frustrating that there were. <laughs> I think pretty much 
every candidate that we saw uh, during the debates. Like Biden was among the worst uh, at debates uh, when, like during the primary. Like I mean, he fully, had holy. Remember the put your babies in front of the record player, like in lieu uh, of parenting, like monologue he did and uh, go to Joe three, three. I mean, I, but to, that's, be, no. <laughs> to be honest, like we're kind of, uh, we should be relieved, I guess, that this is all over and he didn't say shit like that. Um, I mean, he did kind of get into it. I feel like in one of the last, I think it was at the town hall where he was veering into that whole like words per hour thing of like what oof. you need to hear. And I was like, the town hall was rough, but it was so yeah. boring. I think everybody tuned out by the. Yeah. Like, well, because at this point, who's who is being swayed? It's like now yes. we're truly just watching like fail videos yeah. of old guys. <laughs> but like, imagine what Elizabeth Warren would have done. Imagine what AOC would have done to that motherfucker. Pete Buttigieg like, and Ilhan I'm, I'm, Omar. I'm serious. Like, Anybody, <laughs> fucking was, Beto O'Rourke would have done a fucking. Ah, Beto was the one that I was holding. Like, yeah, he probably would have fucked it up too. He probably would have. He would have been like, some... "Yo, fuck you, bro." <laughs> <laughs> and people would be like, "Oh shit, yeah, Damn. no, that's the uh, hmm. yeah." Beto you know? uh, and Biden uniquely bad at this, but I mean, yeah, it's he not got out. Bad. I th- I feel like mostly unscathed, or at least Trump. Yeah didn't really have i don't know trump is uniquely bad at this too because yeah. he only has one mode he only has like one track that his mind goes on and it doesn't work as a as a defending champ it doesn't work yeah. when you just did four years and didn't do any of the shit that you said you were gonna do it's i'm sure fox yeah. news is saying the opposite but um i, mean, I thought he's de- like he's delivered in particular i feel like he when he was talking about the Hunter Biden stuff, it was only going to resonate. Like anybody who doesn't watch Fox News would have been totally lost at that yeah. at that time, right? Yeah. And I mean the the biggest headline on Fox News right now is Trump Biden clash over Hunter Biden business questions at final like but no. Really? Yeah. That's what people uh, are coming yeah, away with. Three and a half million, three and a half million. If you're playing that drinking game, you would have been trashed uh, oh, in that moment. Oh yeah, but it's yeah, hey, I don't know. The, the 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 final statement was also something to behold as well because when President Trump started, oh, whoa, what was that? Whoa, is that me? Sorry, no, no, that's Fox News like for, just skull fucking me with a browser <laughs> ad. Fuck. The other thing was like the final question Closing where they were sort of say. Give us your inaugural address, how you're talking to the people that didn't vote for you. And Trump just, it's like, when again, this is the part where you see when you're not very nimble minded and you're like freestyle rapping like Trump is. Yeah. And yeah. his first line, his first bar ends with the word purple. And he's like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, it's just <laughs> it all. He was skating and sliding after that. Uh, it was purple, just a down <laughs> nerpo, uh... to all the people that voted against me. Purple. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what see, it yeah. is. Fucking. I don't care if you're Asian, fucking brown, mustard. Uh, it was he, a. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't. Uh, he didn't seem to stay on point like on the subject of that one he just started like criticizing obama and biden like it was 2016 again 
2014. Um, what are you gonna, What are you gonna do? Yeah, it's just uh, an old man just fucking taking whiffs in the wind. <laughs> Can't Nancy connect Pelosi. on anything. Nancy Pelosi. She was she was dancing in the streets in Chinatown. What? What? Yeah. Uh-huh. In the movie Chinatown. Watch Chinatown. The movie. Look in the background. <laughs> She's there. All right, so yeah. that's it. Is what it is. It's what it's. Uh, yep. We knew it heading in. I, I call for a different person. I also feel like Kamala is not the best debater either. So like, it's not like if he sticks to his plan of like, uh, you know, that he's gonna turn things over to her in four years. That like we're gonna get a lights out debater. But I just I. Like the thing that's so refreshing about AOC and Elizabeth Warren when she was debating is like they say the thing that your your brain like <laughs> that you should like right, not, right. there's not like this like con- convoluted like web of pipes that you have to like see the thought traveling to to like get out the way right. that I feel like it does with Biden and with uh Kamala it's kind of like you can see and with Hillary Clinton like you can see what they're like there's just too much calculations going on behind the mainframe like that it's just yeah. like uh, just say just say the truth just be be about it and <laughs> it's just doesn't happen with these folks yeah anyways all right let's hop in the delorean and we're back in uh Ooh, the past get some of that future off of me Woo. <laughs> uh, yeah the Does slime it look dark yeah slimy yeah slimy yeah it's uh, weird it's like coming out of the demogorgon from a <laughs> strange oh yeah stranger things yeah, yeah. I, I almost just yeah. called it strange things because i am an old man uh all right <laughs> let's talk about before we get into the merch war let's talk about uh, the 15 minute rule, not to be confused with the 15 second rule where you drop your food on the ground and you can still eat it if it's only been there for 15 seconds. The 15 minute rule is the one that states that you don't have to worry about COVID if you're not around somebody who has it for more than 15 minutes. That's not actually the <laughs> how scientists were putting it, but it is. <laughs> that's how I've interpreted. <laughs> that's it. how I ha- how my brain interpreted it is like I can just you know have a singing contest with somebody for fourteen minutes, but then you know as the timer ticks down, I got to get out of there. Yeah. Um. But they just announced that it doesn't need to be consecutive, uh, because a um corrections officer in Vermont. Uh, got it from different uh, detainees that they were interacting with like multiple times throughout the day for really short, brief periods that added up to 15 minutes. Um, It really is weird, though. It's like it's like so cumulative. It's all about like if they the amount of virus that's coming out of that person's body gets to come out of their body and enter yours for 15 minutes like total then you, you're in trouble i wonder if i wonder if um it's cumulative and you can retain it like let's say you spend seven minutes with the person you go do some other shit and you come back and spend eight more minutes and then you have 15 minutes yeah worth of that's right 
yeah, you yeah, had that's, that's, that's what they're saying. Yeah, over twenty four hours. If you like, if I spend five minutes with you in the morning, then you know we have lunch together, and then five minutes at, at the end of the day, like you're, I, I eat in three minutes. Uh, that's how yeah. quickly I eat lunch. So no, we've seen uh, we've seen the videos yeah, yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so over twenty four hours, no more than fifteen minutes worth of time, with, and then it resets yeah. every twenty four hours. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and- that's, yeah, I don't that's know like if so they're much to keep it's track like a of. clean bill, but it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I think maybe it helps give peace of mind in the event that you maybe you know if you might be over overly concerned uh, yeah. about like your exposure risk and things like that. But I think at the end of the day, it's always just best. Don't even in your back of your mind be like, "Fuck it, man. Let's take these masks off for about ten minutes, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know you. I think we can. I, I trust you. Uh, and just now, what I think happens always if you're in the room? Safe. I'm sorry. I was just going to ask, what happens if you're in the room with multiple people with COVID? So does that cut your time in half? Right. Like if you're doing a singing contest with two people who have COVID. Oh, and- right. Yeah. Like That's seven a and a half minutes with two people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See, this Especially is why it gets to like- just, just wear the mask, socially distance. Y'all don't. You're playing suck and blow with them and like losing at it frequently. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, that's probably not good. Um <laughs> But doctor, we only kissed for 13 minutes. <laughs> no, you That's idiot. Where, where did you hear this? The Daily Zeitgeist. The yeah. what? Remember when they were oh, saying Jesus. like at the beginning of the um, of this pandemic, they were saying that you can get COVID through semen? Yeah. Is that not true? I don't know. I stopped hearing about that. I, yeah. yeah. My pastor was saying that for years. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I believe the science. Yeah. So you're I saying your pastor is responsible for COVID? I don't know what he's. I mean, I use pastor loosely. I mean, he he basically was the best at shooting from half court at the local YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> Called him Pastor Weddy because it was just wet from half court every time. All right. Before uh, we go, let's talk really briefly about what we're going to watch uh, over the weekend. Uh, so. The Netflix top 10. We got new Unsolved Mysteries coming through. I don't think we yep. ever did Unsolved Mysteries as an official rewatch. So I think we just all, didn't we just watch it? We watched it. I watched feel like we were it, talking like, about it. Yeah. And yeah. I my, like that. Yeah. Yo, did that dude jump off the roof or did he get pushed? How did he, what happened to that guy in the first episode? I, Remember who, I have and my his theory. cell phone was chill on yeah. the top of the roof, but his sandal was only partially blown off. That was really strange. I actually rewatched that episode instead of watching more episodes because uh, I wanted to see what my wife thought. And she was on on board with you guys thinking that my theory that it was a manic episode was not founded. So uh, the mystery is no, still out, guys. I'm an yeah. idiot. But yeah, um, I started watching the I saw the first episode of the new season. It was all right. OK, OK. Um, haunting of Bly Manor. Are you uh are you a haunting boy? Oh, I fucking hate I hate being Fizz, are you a haunting gal? You know, I Haunt actually, fam? I I am and I loved it. I love the story. I like the the guy who made it. I loved haunting at Hill House. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I just think it's I think it's an, a great and sort of beautiful and story. And it's wow, the way wow. he it takes a lot of like you have to be smart to structure a story like that. That's just it's it's good. It starts off a little slow. Um, I actually started watching five minutes and stopped. And then a friend was like, "Give it some Stick time," it. And, and it was worth it. 
Um, oh, but shit. I would I would suggest starting with Haunting at Hill House. Yeah. Um, first, I think. Or else it won't make sense. It won't well, be scary. Every, no, no, it's, a, it's an <laughs> anthology, so it's like unrelated. But right, like, right, right. everyone has American accents in the first one, so it's a little more palatable oh, for, for us American. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah, if you have a more refined taste than Blind Manor, yeah. I think is yeah, it's, yeah, Blind Manor. I, I they made it sound fancy. Blind Manor, like just that syllable, Bly, sounds very British <laughs> yeah. and uh, fancy. Are you are you uh, like Conjuring fam? Are you uh, like did you? Are you into haunted house movies? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, okay, I love all that. Yeah, I love all that genre stuff. Berenstain Bear spooky uh, house mm-hmm. episode, the spooky tree house, all that stuff. I haven't seen that. Oh, that's a that's a childhood book that I was. Uh... So is it Berenstain or Berenstain? Isn't it Berenstain? Berenstain. Yeah. yeah. Berenstein. But we always thought it was Berenstain. All, yeah, Berenstain yeah. or Berenstain. Yeah. I could have. I swear it was. It was EI, man. See, that I told wasn't... you she was from an alternate universe, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know so that yeah, theory, maybe... Fizza? That, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah, yeah. The Mandela stuff. Yeah, the Mandela, Mandela effect. effect. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I but I do. Re- Do you guys not remember that? Do you remember it as A? I, I have other things that are Mandela effect, but I always remembered it being the way it was. But that's okay. probably because I didn't read those books until college. Uh, right, that's right, when right. I really oh. got into them. Um, when you were sort of got to that reading level, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready, exactly. finally ready for him. Yeah, I was. I wrote my master's thesis on. Uh, yeah, doing going doing Berenstain Bears and Sartre back to back. I think was a pretty <laughs> yeah. big move. But yeah, I yeah. do it. Am I the only person who keeps thinking of uh, the cornerback Dre Bly when I hear the haunting of Bly Manor? <laughs> Yeah, Yo, you you have like some football history that I. I'm just do not. I'm gonna be the worst senile man who's Snoop, like, God damn it, Snoop Menace, See, Snoop, Menace. Snoop, Snoop Menace, Snoop Menace, man, Marvin Menace, Snoop Menace, and then Dre and Bly, Dre Bly. No. Hey, Loki should probably be a Hall of Famer. He was a playmaker back there. Shout out to you, Dre. Uh, college or NFL? NFL, baby. Wow. Okay. Uh, Rebecca is a new movie uh, that is a remake of a Hitchcock movie has yet to be done. I think so. Right. It's a remake of Rebecca. Oh, the Hitchcock movie. I'm, I'm not. I, I know fucking nothing of Hitchcock, really. I know like three things about him. Yeah. It's I just a, know good evening. It's an American romantic psychological thriller directed by Alfred Hitchcock in 1940. And. People have yet people keep being like, you know what we should do is remake a movie by like the best director, but like with a different worst director, like, but (laughs) this time it looks different. Uh, Anyways, that's That's, uh, trending. I've heard people be between uh, agnostic and unimpressed with that. The audacity, though, to do that, right? To be like, yeah. we're going to do Hitchcock. That's like going to be like when JoJo Siwa is like, yo, I covered uh, Kendrick Lamar's To Pimple Butterfly, y'all. What do y'all think? <laughs> right. like, what the or like Botticelli or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, Yanni, my- at least. Yes, I do love Yanni. Uh, my next guest with uh, the David Letterman talk show I, this is the first guest that I've been intrigued to watch. The first episode I've been intrigued to watch because he's always getting like these. He's got Obama. He's got like really impressive people who 
you know, I am interested in, but not necessarily seeing David Letterman talk to them, but this time it's Kim Kardashian. And oh, shit. Mm, oh nice. Okay. He, the social justice warrior. My favorite thing that David Letterman does is like when he's kind of baffled by the fame of the person that he's talking to, and he's just like, So wait, what? Like, what is happening? Like <laughs> right, when he right, would have right. the people from Survivor on when they got yeah. kicked off, and he'd just be like, What the fuck? Like and this fuck next CBS guy. for making me do this. Yeah. Um but anyway, it seems then, like he wants to go fishing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, right. He's like well, got one eye on the clock. He's like, yeah. fuck, yeah. out of here. And then what well, Borat comes out too, which may be also yeah. uh, a contender as well, because on the heels of that Rudy Giuliani story. It, Should we do Borat? I believe Let's it's free on if you if you are on uh, the Bezos uh, tube machine, a.k.a. Yeah. Amazon Prime. Uh, well, so You had also I suggested I, that Hulu uh, documentary about COVID, but like that's, totally we should just like... Yeah, totally under control. We should just if, uh, watch yeah. that regardless. I don't feel like you that's should, necessarily... A, and like, it'll really bum you out, but also make you sort of really, I think, want to, I don't know, listen to scientists even more, even harder. Yeah. Uh, because, like, Jesus Christ, about about everything. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I think Borat will have the dual thing of, like, maybe making me laugh and then also making my skin crawl off my whole body. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's let's do that. That let's sounds good. That sounds like fun. All right, man. Yeah. Okay. Let me check uh, my blood pressure throughout, and I'll come back to you with the results. <laughs> the rest of the top ten is stuff we've already talked about: Emily in Paris, Huey Halloween, Obviously. except for uh, Tremors, Shrieker Island. Uh, so there's a new <laughs> is that a there's a new break movie? Tremors out there, y'all. <laughs> uh, I'm intrigued. Uh, so. But we will uh, we'll save that for another time when yeah. we're ready for something more intellectually challenging. But that's going to do it for today. Uh, yeah. Fizza, it's been so fun having you as always. Uh, where can Likewise. people where can people find you and follow you? Um, I'm on the Internet. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm putting out lots of new content. So um Instagram's a good place to start. Uh, it's just my name at Fiza Dasani, um, F-I-Z-A-A-D-O-S-A-N-I. And that's actually my handle for all the social media platforms, Twitter, nice, TikTok, nice. Um, all that. And then, um, oh, YouTube. Check out my YouTube. I'm going to have longer form content on there. And I have a weekly podcast as well called Facial Recognition Comedy, a uh, new episode every Tuesday on all the platforms. And we um, have a live streaming show. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, really? No, yeah, yeah, the live facial recognition comedy streaming show on the 30th. So it's 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a live streaming comedy show. Um, and then tickets are, I have the link on my Instagram profile. Hell yeah. Awesome. Uh, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Yeah, I saw this tweet. So I, I identify as. Um, as solo Polly. So I really identify with this tree. It's a, it's a woman named Emily Murnane. And she said, what the fuck? I fell in love and now I got to share a bedroom for the rest of my life. Yeah. I related so hard. That. Uh, <laughs> solo. Awesome. Miles, where can people find you? What's the tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at miles of gray. Uh, and also the other podcast, 420 Day Fiance. We just get high, talk about 90 Day Fiance, trying to take ease our minds 
Uh, also, I just forgot. I forgot to give praise and credit to for my AK at the beginning. That was from Cookie Smut on the Discord. So uh, all praise to Cookie Smut for One that of rework of uh, uh, Bad Boys for Life. Um, let's see. A tweet that I like is from Ian Carmel at Ian Carmel. Uh, he was like sort of quote tweeting a page six tweet that shows Ellen DeGeneres' new like slicked back hairdo that she's rocking. And he tweets, Ellen losing her shit at a ref after Patrick Ewing picks up his fifth foul because it looks like Pat Riley. It does it's look the like most Pat ridiculous Riley. shit. So, you know, that's just a, that's for the old timey sports fans uh, out there. So shout out to that. But the hair, the slick back hairdo is. The back is really giving me the Pat Riley vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean, because it's almost get a little a semi mully. It's getting a little mully back there. Yeah. So I forgive everything uh, now. The the hairdo, I can't stay mad at her with that hairdo. Once you go Pat <laughs> Riley, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, once you go <laughs> Couple tweets I've been enjoying. Peace at Peacezilla tweeted. Alcohol affects people differently. When I drink, I become happy, joyful, and free. The life of the party. Meanwhile, those around me become bitter and angry, jealous that I know everything, have the ability to dance at any song, and most of all, become both sexy and fireproof. Uh, <laughs> and then Dana Donnelly tweeted, me, age 25, scrolling through TikTok. Hmm, which of these teenagers should I model my life after? Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find oh, us on Twitter shit. at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what are we riding out on today? Oh, we are riding out on a track by a, a group called Self Steam. Uh, one word, S-E-L-F-S-T-E-A-M. And the track is called Sushi. And uh, it's just got, you know, last time we were going on some, like, vibey, uh, like, Pacific Coast Highway with the Top Town music. This is the same thing, except now I feel like we're at a menu screen of like a Genesis game and the game, like the whole point of the game is just to vibe as hard as possible and you're selecting your character. Uh, and that's the kind of music I'm liking right now. It's got like, cause it's just a blend of soothing, familiar like sounds, but like I think the old school aesthetic takes me back to simpler times when I was a child and had no bills. And that's what it's all about. Uh, so yeah, take that one out. Sushi by Self Steam. The way I play, uh, the the point of the game is always to buy as hard as possible. Oh hell yeah! That's how I get down on Genesis. Yeah, in particular. Yeah. That's why you're also Especially one NBA of the worst. Jam. Yeah. One of the you're one of the worst people to play uh, Fortnite with and Call of Duty type <laughs> games. Vibing, you're like, ah, oh, come on, guys. Oh, that's that's such a vibes, bummer, man. <laughs> this let me 360. I'm not even trying to hit anybody. I'm just trying to do these 260s. <laughs> All about the look, the aesthetic. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending. We'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye.
Some kind of kind of dress 